Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Buckets and Tea NBA show. I'm your host, Katherine Niker. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Today, our special guest is comedian and friend to the show and lifelong Raptors fan. It's Jordan Foise. How you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm happy to be here. Uh, happy to have you back. There we go. We can see your whole face now. Yeah. It's lovely, lovely. <laughs> We're going to do... <laughs> I have um... terrible Zoom manners, by the way. Every, like... <laughs> I'm, and so I'm doing pretty well right now. Like at work, I'm always on, we're always in like Zoom meetings. Yeah. And like my buddy sent me a picture of what it's like being, and you can just see the top of my head. Like that's it. And then it's like all roof above me. <laughs> yeah. I've had to get better with it myself. I have, uh, so I don't typically like wear makeup every day. Like I just yeah. kind of do it when I feel like it, but I have this like, zoom like lip gloss (laughs) (laughs) so i wear no makeup except for this one lip gloss and that's it that's so funny hey kevin have you ever gotten a ring light or something no just a lip gloss no just (laughs) just a lip gloss not about like doing a home studio or something no no, No. i have this lip gloss that really (laughs) pops (laughs) i do i feel like my face my whole face just it, it just looks I, more awake somehow. I would have thought you were wearing more than just lip gloss. Thank you. Thank you. So, See? Yeah. But it's just it's just the lip gloss. And then in person, I feel like the shade doesn't suit me. It's just for the... It's, it's just on Zoom. I feel like the shade really works. In person, I feel like it's maybe a bit too dark. It's like it's got it's got cinnamons on it. Ooh, okay, like cinnamon right. buns. Is that, what, anyway. is that what color it is? Is that like... The yeah, I think that... Is? Well, that's what inspired... Yeah, the color is called cinnamon bun. Wow, we've gone full sit. Wow, right? You know so what? it's cute. It's fun. It's a yeah. fun time. I don't know if I ever would have wanted my lips to look cinnamon bun, but now that I've seen, <laughs> like, just if I had to, if if that product didn't exist, and I'm just imagining like what that color is, I'm like, I don't know if I want to look cinnamon bunny. Yeah, cinnamon. I get cinnamon bun. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> well, you know what? It's not everyone's shade. It's barely my shade. <laughs> it's fine it was on sale i went for it and now it's my zoom lip gloss that's how i roll you never know yeah and then the other thing with like using Streamyard is that there's this like mirror effect on the camera Mm -hmm. so i always have to like reverse part my hair so i feel normal oh yes okay so i have something like that where i my neck's always slightly tilted to one side and then i try to like (laughs) even my head but then because it's mirror, I like you tilt it the wrong way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I fuck like I'm doing it right now. Oh, it's maddening. It'll drive me insane. Yeah, 
<laughs> I don't know how to change it. What a, what a world. <laughs> what a world. What a world. Um, so this week we're going to do uh, the big playoff preview uh, for the first round of the NBA playoffs. Uh, we're recording this on Friday the 15th. So most of the play-in has happened, but the rest of it is happening later tonight. And uh, we're going to start with the Western Conference, move into the Eastern Conference. Uh, then we're going to talk all about the Raptors and uh, a few other fun Raptor Homer moments before we wrap up the episode. So let's start. Actually, let's start off with the plan that happened this past week. Um, we've got Clippers and Pelicans happening later tonight. Um, I was a little surprised that Minnesota took that game, but honestly, it was so worth it. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. Were you pro celebration or no? Of course. Of you course. loved it. You loved like that they were celebrating like they won the championship. I just don't. It's just like, it's just fun. It's, it's like, it's, it's fun. just fun. It's yes, it it's is fun. fun. No one's saying it isn't fun. Yeah. But were you at any point like, what the hell? Well, just think about how great it's going to be if they win the championship. That's what they, <laughs> like people are looking at it the wrong way. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like they're like, oh, yeah. like, think about how entertaining the Wolves were when they won a playing game. If they win one game in the first round of the playoffs, it's going to be amazing. They're going to yeah, like Patrick Beverly's going to have his own. He's Patrick Beverly's going to build his own t-shirt gun in his house, a <laughs> DIY t-shirt gun. Bring it to every game and just start. Hucking them out into the like. I don't know. I'm borderline afraid if Patrick Beverly wins a championship. He needs to get. (laughs) I think if they're playing in a championship game, they need to give the first like 20 rows like little um, like what are they called? Oh, like like like, yeah, like splash zone. Like (laughs) I almost used the word shawl. (laughs) No, let's get wet. Like a poncho, a plastic poncho. They need to give everyone a pon like a plastic poncho, like a rain poncho. Just in case we don't know what Patrick Beverly is going to do. That's true. But also think about how much shit he's going to talk. Yeah, oh I know. My God. I, I, you know, I, I, I feel like I went on a journey with it. Like I went from, yeah. uh, this is ridiculous to, oh, I'm wrong <laughs> for thinking that they're being ridiculous. They should have their That's fun. So and now but- I'm like, now I'm all the way back again. I'm like, you know what? It's so silly. <laughs> You don't like it. I don't, I won't say I don't like it, but it's, come on, it's a bit much. And I say this because uh, I remember last year in the playoffs when the Phoenix Sun made it to the finals. Mm -hmm. So they were Western Conference champions and they started parading their Western Conference champion trophy all around town like there's videos of like Devin Booker sitting on like the roof of a car like through a sunroof and like holding the thing and like waving at people and the second I saw that I was like they're not gonna win yeah though for some reason I find that almost sillier there's something with the playing game too where it's like it's it it builds up so much it's like it's like its own little championship too I think that's also why like it's one game yeah stakes are really high your whole season kind of depends on it you know what I mean? Like, like if like what like when, if the Cavs don't make it, which I don't think they will, their season kind of sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wait, you mean the Cavs season? Sorry, I missed part. Like, of just like all these teams that all these teams like when you're in the playing game, that's going to be the most important game 
of your fucking season. That is your championship. Because more than likely, you're going to get stomped in the first Oh, just, round. yeah, in you're terms of get, that. You're going to get, like, brutally eliminated. Like, so you might as well, like, enjoy the, that what's going to be probably the highlight of your season. Because what's next is the low light when you lose, uh, when you get smoked in game six or whatever by by whatever team they end up playing, by the Grizzlies or something like yeah, um, I've so they need to they need to lose as loud as they want. I want a crazy losing celebration <laughs> too. <laughs> okay, well, you know what? I mean, that actually brings us to Memphis, Minnesota first. Okay, Why I'm don't sorry. we do that yeah, series yeah. first? Because um, I think it's going to be Memphis in five, maybe six games. Yeah, that's kind of that thing. But I think it's going to be awesome. I think it's going to be awesome. I was actually like, I was, this is, I'm not a big Patrick Beverly person. Mm-hmm. So I, this is the one time I've ever rooted for him. And I was wow. rooting for him to win this game so they could face Memphis. Cause I was like, that is a much better matchup just as a right. fan than yes. them against the Phoenix Suns. And so yeah. tonight I'm rooting for the Clippers. Cause I think Clippers and Suns is going to be a much better matchup than no them Paul versus George. the Pelicans. No Paul George. It's over. What do you mean, no Paul George? He's not playing. Paul George isn't playing tonight? He has COVID. You're bra- are you serious? I'm, break- I'm breaking news. Because yeah. you're, you're the type of person that would just say that to mess with me. <laughs> no, I'm not a liar. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you would. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> That's not what I'm like at all. Okay, I'm sorry. I t- I'm so sorry. <laughs> but you, you know what? Me. But you could, I feel like you could. You could. Yeah, that sucks. I'm actually knock on wood. This is one thing I've been secretly worried about is because you watch the NBA, they kind of preceded their last wave of COVID. Like you could tell the last wave of COVID was ending because it ended in the NBA like two weeks earlier. So yeah like a little bit like it's true of- the nba is my barometer for covid waves yeah yeah, yeah. it's like kind of horrifying but it's because it's like a relatively large sample size that's heavily tested so it's like yeah you know, like so they and they travel they so much of, they travel so much so they kind of represent it's a good like representative body but so i've been worried where i'm like oh so when's this other wave that's happening now going to hit the nba and yeah hopefully, hopefully this isn't it so anyways. hopefully this isn't it Bit of a bummer. That being said, I like the Pelicans anyways. I'm like, I want the Clippers to just take a nap. There's too much drama. I want them to just kind of go back home, get Kawhi back. Just think about the season. Just luxuriate in in being kind of old dudes. And then just, like, come back and, like, smash everybody. Like, I like what they're doing. I think they're fun. But it's just kind of like, I don't want this, like, zombie Clippers team. You know what I mean? Like, it's just kind of like. Yeah. It's like, it's like boring and kind of well shitty. i think the clippers like homer base was like hoping for some sort of Kawhi return which i don't think is gonna happen no, i mean Kawhi, even if Kawhi even has, if paul george was healthy like i didn't think that was gonna happen Kawhi has COVID too. are no, you serious one, that, no, that no, one, no no see okay that proves my point <laughs> that proves my point oh my god <laughs> that proves my point but um, yeah so i guess it's gonna be uh, I guess it's going to be Pelicans, Suns, and I'm going to predict a sweep on that. Oh, my God. It's going to be crazy. But I will say this. I have really enjoyed the CJ McCollum show. Yes. He's he's really – he's such a fun scorer to watch. And hey, he's the best thing to happen to that team in a minute. Yeah, he's it's like a different thing. And it's also fun watching him, like, 
him and Dame not be on the same team. Like, I'm excited to see Dame without CJ because it's just like, you can't just have two small guards who can't play defense. It's like, that's pretty rough. <laughs> did you see the clip of Zion doing a 360 dunk? I did, yeah. Why, like, if you're the Pelicans, it's like, why are you even letting that circulate? No, they you know love, what I mean? They want that shit out there. Like, hey, look, he can play, except he won't. <laughs> no, he they can. want him dunking because it keeps the uh, keeps the experience alive. He'll be he's gonna play yes. next season for them. I bet. I hope so. For he their totally sake, is. I really hope so. He totally is. Um, last thing I want to say on, on the Clippers is uh, I I was watching a I was watching a Bill Simmons clip earlier, uh, maybe because mm-hmm. I don't love myself. I don't know why. Yeah. But uh, they were doing this entire like, was it worth it? segment on the clippers with Kawhi and paul george and i was like it is way too early for that do you think it's not worth it they were saying that it is i mean they haven't won anything so it's just gonna be weird i mean yeah i mean i don't know it doesn't seem it doesn't seem to be the best like was what worth it like doing it or the trade yeah making the trade i mean they gave up a lot of other assets right like like sga you make up other people because here's the thing. They've been more relevant than ever. It, the, doing the trade is worth it. Yeah, I would say the trade is worth it at the end of the day. Like, Shea's obviously pretty awesome. And I would literally trade anyone currently on the Raptors for him. Really? <laughs> Maybe. I think he's awesome. Pardon the pun, but that's a spicy take. It is a spicy take. <laughs> Not that I would want to. I just, yeah, I don't know, a bit of the whole. He's great, though. I'm to, a, I'm... Have, to have, like, somebody from, I guess, from Hamilton. From Hamilton? Uh, yes, he's from Hamilton. Uh, to have somebody from nearby and who's like fucking sick, that'd be pretty cool. But also, I do love the Raptors. But um, no, I, I'm very big on, I, I on SBA. So, so, I understand. so, but that being said, you know the Clippers have been they they're always talking about they're always there's always a chance they're going to win as long as Kawhi doesn't have one of his mysterious body ailments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think i think this um western conference play in and into the playoffs just with the clippers and Pel- pelicans is a bit uh anticlimactic because i i do think that uh i mean if the clippers actually win tonight that's going to be interesting because paul george would be back eventually I if he's only that. out for covid yeah, okay. and then okay. and then i think that actually makes that one eight matchup a little more interesting where i really do think the pelicans will get swept i take back what i said earlier i think i agree with all that and also i think the clippers still can win they're gonna they be can on their still home. win tonight yeah they're gonna be on their home court they're really well coached they play really good defense they could, they and could they've had them. a really. Good, I mean, they've had a really good season, all things considered, right? Yeah, yeah. They can, they can definitely beat the Pelicans at home. Yeah. Like, um, so Pelicans yeah. are ten games under five hundred. The uh, the last thing I want to say about Minnesota because we've really kind of bounced back and forth because of playing, but whatever, that's fine. This is a meandering oh, yeah, sorry. podcast. Sorry, yeah. um, that's my fault. <laughs> no, it's probably my fault. Uh, I'm literally the host. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh the protester oh yeah oh my god so she tried to glue her wrists to the court Mm -hmm. in protest of the minnesota timberwolves owner who owns an egg farm and they had to kill a bunch of chickens because there was a bird flu on the farm wait that specifically is what she was protesting yes 
I mean, I have a lot to say about this that's because pretty funny. I think we as a society should care more about factory farms than we do. Yes. Yeah, generally of, speaking. So like, I think like, it's one know, of the historical it's, it's, it's going to be like in the future, we're going to be like, I mean, if we oh, it's, it's so horrible. We're going to be like, we did what? That's sick. Yeah. So the general outrage I get, but, and this is my, just my opinion. If there's a bird flu yes. on your farm, you have to kill the chickens. Yeah, but I also, we do I, not need another human <laughs> pandemic. That yeah, is exactly I don't need what you listen, have to do. I don't need you got to kill those chickens because I don't need Paul George missing any other playing games. <laughs> Imagine Carl Anthony Towns. How heartbreaking would that be? He's out with the bird flu. <laughs> well, yeah, but also, and Carl Anthony Towns has been through so much. Well, we, this is you, my this is my point. Virus. We can't and that. and that would be a close contact situation. I went through the exact same thought where I was like, you know what? I can't really blame somebody for protesting like factory farming amongst many, many other things worth protesting. But then I'm like specifically killing chickens in a bird flu outbreak. I'm like, yeah, definitely do that. Yeah, you have to. Also, <laughs> like uh, glue was made out of animal bones. <laughs> well, she probably got vegan glue. Yeah, well, maybe that's why it didn't work, right? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I really should have got some hooves in there. <laughs> Anyway, I just had to remark on that because I thought that was really wild. Um, okay, so wait, are we not gonna? Okay, are we still on Memphis and? Yeah, so on? I was just gonna say to recap, I'm gonna say I have to decide between whether I think it's Memphis and five or Memphis and six. I'm gonna say Memphis and six because I think they do have a lot of like positive momentum going for mm. them right now. But I did, I think Memphis is just so good. Yeah, I think I'm interested. I guess. Uh, the big question, mm, yeah, I mean, the big the big question is Anthony Edwards, I think, because uh, it's like he looked pretty unstoppable in that last game against a pretty good defensive team, and it's like, yeah, I mean, okay, but I do think Memphis will win overall. I do think Memphis will win, but. Minnesota has some wild cards because they have like, like, okay, so if Jaws is the best player in the series, who's this? Is the second best? Anthony, it, it could be Cat. It should be Cat, but it might not be. I don't know. I don't know if he is. Because <laughs> he was terrible. I, I will say this, and we're about to uh, bring a spontaneous uh, new guest into the show. Oh, I'm just going to say this as we bring uh, Freddie Rivas on here. Yes. I really I think um, the Dylan Brooks versus Patrick Beverly matchup oh, that'll in be that fun. series is going to be the thing to watch. Uh, before we go any further, uh, Freddie Rivas, welcome yes. to the middle of our pod, buddy. Hey. Wow. Hey, hey Freddie. Um, uh, let me let me just say right off the bat, um, 
I hope Catherine's already apologized to you, Jordan. We were all so wrong about Pat Bev. Dude, I can't um, believe you brought this up because I was I was just about to bring this up because we're talking about Minnesota right now. <laughs> it was the three of us, I think. Yeah. And and yeah. we 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 shout we shouted you down. You were yes, like, what about Pat did. Bev and Minnie? And we were like, what about you getting out of our face? You mean and on your pod like a few months ago? I think so, yeah. Season. Oh, that's like, so funny. I was like, Pat Bev's gonna make that team better. Um, I yeah. probably did shut you down for that. That sounds accurate. Oh, I was so. We both. Yeah, 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 I was yeah. so happy when Patrick Beverly was sent to Minnesota because in my mind I was like, "Oh, I'm not gonna have to see him this season." That's so great. <laughs> and now we've just spent the first like 20 minutes of this podcast, like basically talking about him. Pulled it off. And he also got traded to Memphis, and Memphis fully just discarded him. Yeah, they that's like, right. They're like, "We don't want where our whole team's better than you." No thanks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think with him though, it, I think it makes sense to be like I wouldn't understand why Memphis wouldn't want him. You know what I mean? Like, because they don't really need that. But if you're like a team that has doesn't have an ounce of like kind of like competitiveness, it, yeah. it seems like he helps. You know? I agree. I mean, they have Dylan Brooks, they have Stephen Adams, like they yeah. have that brute toughness on their team. Jaws like that. Jaws like. Fucking crazy tough. Like, yeah, you yeah. Know, crazy competitor. They don't really yeah. need that. I I think like I'm sure uh, Patrick Beverly will take it personally because that's who he is. Mm-hmm. But he, <laughs> this is the one thing where I'm like, you really should be taking that personally. But and, he'll use anything like as fuel, right? Oh yeah, Beverly and and Dylan Brooks. I know I I came in hearing you guys talking about this. Those two are gonna like fall down a st- flight of stairs. There's gonna be so. There's gonna be a like three game lengths worth of them going like this to each other just like <laughs> hard claps it's good <laughs> this is a weird reference but there's this like crazy fight scene in that old western show deadwood okay. where like two of the main characters like f- fall off of a balcony and they're like both like badly hurt but it's sort of like good fight bros that's what that's what's gonna happen here. It's like they're both okay. gonna have a torn ACL. Okay. Okay. First of all, shout out to anyone who gets Freddy's a Deadwood reference. Yeah. Uh good for you. Kudos. Um, we we have spent a lot of time talking about this, so we gotta move on. But Freddie, real can I ask quick. One more question about Minnesota and, and of course, of course. Minnesota? Of course. It doesn't have to take long because pure being a hater, but was that game by cat like the worst game anyone that good has ever played? Oh, you was, know what? We should be talking about this. You're that right. was I take crazy. Back. <laughs> that was crazy. It was yeah, really bad. Yeah, he was fouled bad. out of the game with seven <laughs> minutes something left. And every time he had the ball, it was like, and one you knew he was going to foul out. Like, as soon as he got that, like, third one, you're like, this guy's going to fucking foul out. Yeah. And every time he had the ball, you're like, what the fuck is this guy doing? It was ter- It was, like, crazy. He was so shaky. Man, there, there's, a, and it's a, it's good that you said like, like worst game by a good player because he's like yeah. a deserving, whatever it is, second all team NBA yeah, he's awesome. this year. And I don't know, I think there's a thing in, in a lot of sports, but I see it in basketball all the time where it's almost like people feel like really good players are immune to like mental fatigue and mental defeat. Right. You look at a guy like LeBron and Harden, like they're choked or chokers or chris paul or whatever and it's like no sometimes you get mentally defeated and because i i was watching like when cat came back when the cat came back no when when cat <laughs> came back 
Sorry. Yeah. I'm coming in hot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a windy day. You know what I mean? You know what's so funny? When you said that, I just nodded. I'm like, this is great analysis. <laughs> <laughs> like, this guy's sick. Um, no, but like Cat came back and like they, they showed some of the fouls that he got and and the his like foul out moment of the game was such an obvious over the back oh yeah and it's like there was like a weight lifted off of mini when he got eliminated and they're like great now there's no more distractions and we can yes. beat this team yes and it's so it was so strange and i don't think that that necessarily like portends to the next series though so that's that's my that's yeah my I could, yeah like i it could go either way like i want to be i think it could go either way right now i lean toward him playing well the next series but also i think it'll be inconsistent which i don't don't mean to take like the middle road here but i really do because i think like um he doesn't really have the experience and there i mean there's literally patrick beverly one of the only people with like like significant playoff experiences on the team and he does not have emotional composure so it's like you're not really getting that specific type of leadership from him that other yeah. younger players do get from their veterans in a playoff mm, scenario. Sure. He gets you really riled up, or like another vet would be like, would be like, "Hey man, just relax." Yeah, like he, he like he doesn't have that veteran with the experience, with the calming presence that you need in the playoffs. So I could see it being really up and down with him. And uh yeah, I don't know. Like maybe he just like in the future just needs like a really solid like meditation app or, yeah, <laughs> or something, yeah. right? He needs the boucher like pregame. <laughs> yeah, really like, though. Yeah. And I, I yeah, I feel, I feel like Pat Bev is like, hey cat, you're having a rough game. Do you want me to call the same guy that uh they used on Tanya Harding? Like uh, <laughs> just smack that guy's knee with a like a billy yeah. club? Like oh yeah, he's amping it like, up. Yeah, he's, he's not, out of retirement now. Yeah, he's got yeah. he's got those crowbars ready well, to go. There was this part where Cat um, uh, was coming down the court and Morris like bumped him, and it was a pretty hard bump. Like he was like he had his head back of the ball. Morris was right there and just kind of bumped him, and it definitely could have been a foul. And then he kind of bumped him again, and you could see Cat look at the ref immediately, and the ref didn't do anything, and then he got pissed. And that was right before he did that fucking crazy offensive foul where he just like rampaged through the whole team. Like it was truly like they got him, they got him so pissed off and then he just, he couldn't handle it. Yeah. He lost composure. So Grizz in five. You're saying Grizz in five. I'm saying Grizz in six. Freddie, what are you, what are your picks? Hmm. Let me go. Grizz in seven. Grizz and seven. Wow. All right. One of my weirdest like gut feeling takes of this playoffs is that it's going to be the official like announcement of Ant-Man. Oh, I, that's he's just going to dunk on people. And it's this just going to be this like off. feel good series. Like we're announcing we've arrived type yeah, situation. He's going to be like, remember, I'm a number one pick. I'm crazy. That's he's also saying, really man. good, too. He's amazing. That's what I was saying. I was saying to Catherine where it's like, Okay, if Jaws the best player, there's a chance Ant Man's the second best player in the series. And like we find that out by the end of the series, where it's like, holy shit, this guy's yeah. crazy. 
And it's crazy that we're all in agreement that we're just like casually disrespecting towns. But he did that. That game looked rough. And like, <laughs> yeah, he did a, that. He did that to himself. I no, don't know. And then him, egregious here. And then him and did a fucking step back three over yeah. Paul George to seal it. Like that was crazy. Yeah, you know, I should awesome. have just made this entire episode about the Timberwolves. Sorry, let's keep moving. No, <laughs> it's just the game. It was a great game. Too. It was it really a great was game. It really was. Yeah, it best really play was. in game for sure. Yeah, uh, and it deserves its time in the spotlight. Absolutely. Um, okay, let's talk about two teams I don't care about, but there's some interesting things happening here. Uh, the Mavericks and the Jazz. Um, this is a very intriguing series to me because there's kind of two narratives here. One is about Lucas' health. Um, will he be well enough to play or not? That has not been announced as of the time of this recording. Um, he does have a calf injury. And they're saying it's not serious, but whether they bring him back or not and try and risk that, we're not sure. Um, and then the other thing is the Jazz. And there's been several media outlets reporting that this team is going to blow up at the end of this playoff series. Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert just don't play well enough together or they don't. There's rumors that they don't get along, but then Quinn Snyder was like, yeah, man, they pass the ball to each other. They even have meals together from time to time. <laughs> um, I mean, there's rumors that Quinn Snyder uh, is going to join the Lakers. Uh, that came out before Frank Vogel was even fired, but that's mm-hmm. a whole other scenario. So, yeah, the, this series, uh, if you just looked at the teams and the stats, would be pretty boring. But there's some interesting storylines here. Um, Freddie, go first. What What do you think? Like, what? Who Who am I predicting? Or are we gonna? Say yeah, that? yeah. Or just what do you think generally? Okay. Well, yeah. I, you know what? I don't even know why I asked because I'll start with my predictions. Jazz <laughs> and six. Um, I think the Jazz have been like kind of. It's so this to me is like a classic regular season can be misleading thing where the Jazz have been playing bad, but at all sorts of different points of the regular season. They were an incredible team. At one point they had like a historic offense. Uh, I do think oddly enough, like we're talking about like different role players. I think they will miss Joe Ingles. Um, As far as just as like every, you know, whatever, but uh, there's like every man type of guy. I think um, Jason Kidd's going to get out coached. I think that if Doncic misses two games, um, that's massive. And I, I think we're going to see some Luca magic, but I also feel like what we've seen so far from Mitchell in the playoffs is that he's like out of control. Good. So I think, you know, maybe we'll be, everyone will be focusing on Gobert, but that probably won't be the main story. I think it'll be Mitchell. I don't think Mitchell's going to like outperform Luca necessarily. I just think that I think the jazz, I've been through a lot in the playoffs and I don't know if they're going to carry like all that stress into this first round. And I feel like Dallas isn't like so strong without Luca doing insane stuff. Like, I don't know if Dinwiddie's going to like pop in there and be like, I got this. Right. Like, I think he'll be fine, but <laughs> um, Jordan, what do you think? Uh, I mean, if Luca comes back, by game three, I think they beat them in game six. And if Luca plays, mm. I think they're going to smoke the Jazz. <laughs> hey, fair <laughs> I, enough. I, I got the if Luca's back, if Luca's back, I think they. Right. I was looking forward to the, this, like, but I do, I do like your point, Freddie, that maybe that's like they are a team where it's like, all right, we're in the playoffs. Let's just fucking focus. We're all, they're all healthy for the first time, the Jazz. 
But I did think I was like, Luca's gonna kill the Jazz, and we will all be free of the Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> like we can stop fucking talking about the fucking Jazz. You know what I mean? Like that's right. Luca's gonna Luca's gonna destroy this team. No more off for the music for us. Yeah. <laughs> we want straightforward melodies. Oh yeah, it's like it, 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 he's gonna kill them so bad it affects actual Jazz. No more musical improv. Yeah. Um, I okay. Here's my here's my little hot take. I don't think it is in the best interest of the Mavericks to bring back Luca. And I say that because this calf injury very much reminds me of Kevin Durant 2019. Hmm. You know, they were like, oh, it's not too serious. He could come back in a week or two. They kind of rush him back in and then it's his Achilles. Like, I think this is the kind of injury where if, like, you rush somebody back, it could lead to a much larger injury. And then if something like that happened and he was suddenly out for a year, it's not worth it for them. Like, I know they're probably tired of being out in the first round. But to me, I'm like, why would you why would you rush it for this year, for this season, when Mm -hmm. the odds of you getting out of the second round? aren't even necessarily that great depending on on how it matches up i haven't looked to see who they'd be against but i think i think they think they can win at all yeah like that's the danger i think they think it would be worth it to bring luca back early but i don't think it is can i can see i could i would they'd be like a sleeper for sure to go to the the championship you think that house team was fucking good in the regular season when they like figured it out by the end they were like like they smoked the box yep and they had an incredible defense too. Yeah. And so I'm not saying they're not a good team. I'm just saying, like, you're right. Like, is it, it worth it, it to bring back Luca? I'm I'm not I'm the only person saying this. Like, I have not heard any other pundits like say this right now, but I was just thinking, like, oh man, like Kevin Durant had a calf injury right. and it turned into mm-hmm. an Achilles because they rushed him back because it's the playoffs. So I mean, at least in that scenario, it was the finals. But still, I'm just like, ugh. it makes me a little anxious for them. Um, I think, but I do think if he's there, it swings the series. I think if he's there, I could go Mavericks in six if he's healthy. But if he's not healthy, then I think I think the Jazz take it. And then my other, and maybe I'll say also in six, but my other hot take is that even if the Jazz lose in the second round, they're still blowing it up. I think so. I mean, I, I think the Jazz sort of have to make like a really deep run here. They would with have like, to at least make the Western Conference Finals for them yeah. to keep it together. Yeah. Just because, you know, yeah, like what's going on with Snyder, obviously the Gobert and Mitchell relationship. And on top of that, Conley's not young. You know yeah. what I mean? So. But uh, yeah, I just looked and it says that Mitchell's day to day. So that sort of affects my take. I kind of thought that like the Jazz had gotten fully healthy, but. Um, Mitchell's hurt? What the fuck? I don't oh, know. Day to day in the playoffs is weird too. Because it's like everyone's day to day kind of. So I don't know. That that also affects my take greatly. If he's not there, then the Mavericks will win. Um, okay, let's move on to uh, the Warriors and the Nuggets. Um, I was predicting that this could be a potential first round upset if Steph Curry was still injured, but they've reported that he's expected to be back. 
So he's playing in this series. And I think for me, that really changes things. Um, Clay Thompson in the last stretch there before the end of the regular season really started to look like old Clay Thompson again. Like it took him a few months to kind of play back into the shape that he once was. And I feel like he's there. Draymond's healthy. Um, they haven't had a lot of time, you know, the three of them together, but they have that history and I feel like they'll find their way. And I think Jokic is amazing. I do think he's the MVP this season, but I don't, I don't know. I'm a big believer in this Warriors team. That's just me. I think they have so much depth. They're, I, I just, I don't know. I really like this Warriors team this year. Um, Jordan, j- jump in. What do you think? I think this is my pick for sneaky best series. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be mm-hmm. it's gonna be awesome. I think it or I think it could be like awesome because whenever they play in the regular season, they were really oh, close games. It's gonna be dope. Yeah, it's gonna be so fun. It's gonna be like because it's also like like Denver's defense is like not the best, so it's gonna be, you're gonna see like beautiful Warriors like basketball. Yeah, like, it's gonna be like, and then and then on the other end, just watching Jokic go against like a dream on green led defense is going to be like so fun it's gonna be fucking awesome it's, that's my choice and then i think the warriors win in six games that's fair. <laughs> all that being said <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah like i think so much hangs on like how good stuff is going to be coming back yeah. from this injury like if he's not a hundred percent then i think because without him i was seriously i was calling upset in this oh without him they will beat them for sure yeah but if he's there if he's you know steph curry hasn't skipped a beat then i absolutely think the warriors take it i i'm not 100 percent if i'm saying in six or in seven uh just yet so freddie tell us what you think and i'm gonna make up my mind between six games or seven games i'm i'm going warriors in seven i think like i don't think the the nuggets can really play uh, playoff series that doesn't go to seven games. <laughs> <laughs> deal, man. That's it's true. That's it's amazing. true. They know they don't have. It's not like it doesn't have to be seven, right? Like, is anyone told? No, that, that it does for them. <laughs> if, you talk, if you talk to Mike Malone, he's like, "I'm the real Eminem." Yeah. First of all, <laughs> second of all, um, I go seven games or none. Um, do you really do we okay what what's the over under on mike malone looking at himself in the mirror and saying to himself i'm the real eminem do we think do we think this is a thing do you uh, think this is a thing i'm sure he says i'm the real it's not an over under like uh yeah the over under i'd say 100 times a day yeah Um, (laughs) (laughs) no i mean this series is gonna be crazy like these are super talented teams the Warriors, I am, I'm like halfway between being like a believer in what they can do and then just not sure about like, yeah, Draymond's capabilities or injuries. And I think Clay looks great. Um, Steph also, like every time Steph is lost in the playoffs, he's had some kind of ankle injury. Like right. people forget that like early in Steph's career, that's sort of like, that's the only thing that really slowed him down. That's how the Warriors kind of were able to sign him for less than the max at whatever point that was and, and build the, like the, you know, the crazy like Warriors dynasty Steph, like when he doesn't have a sprained ankle is like unfair. 
But when he does have a sprained ankle, it's like, oh, what's, what's going to happen here? You know, like, um, it's nuts. But it's like it's a. I don't know. It's I guess how That's he moves. So or... Sure, there's two Steph Currys. Yeah, and because he is always like, there's so much like juking with him. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that does it. But yeah, I like the like the Warriors role players juking. are good too. That's a like, fun ju- word. Juking. Yeah, it's like in football when we. Yeah. Like I think a tackle. Uh-huh. clearly the separation here is me and Jordan have played a lot of Madden NFL. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> perhaps you <laughs> have. Oh, is that where that word comes from? Yeah, I was like, I've one. never heard this word right before. <laughs> I thought Boise and, was and like making up too words. much, you go out of bounds? Oh, yeah. God, yeah. So uh, I overjuked in Madden. <laughs> I overjuked in Madden. <laughs> sir, we're going to ask you to leave the bank. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can't juke that in was here, clear. sir. <laughs> But that series is definitely like one of those like, oh, man, is that really a first round? Because and it's also sort of like, oh, man, that sucks because like how close is Murray and Porter Jr. to coming back? And like those are two guys I also I mean, I don't I hope nobody rushes their their star back. Like we should be like we should be at that point in the NBA. I I get that it's the playoffs, but it's also such a bummer how we literally have had to say that about every series. Yeah. Depending on if yeah. they get back, like it's true. There's so many series. Where it's a marathon. Like I don't know who's yeah. fully healthy. Like yeah. I feel like Milwaukee's looking pretty good right now, but yeah, I, I don't know who else is Raps. like. Rap- Raptors are pretty, but you know, like like how injured is Fred and and what's That's up true, with actually. like I think the Suns are healthy right now. And finger, yep. Because Suns falls back. Um. All right, I'm gonna say seven. I'm gonna say Warriors and seven. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to that series. Okay, let's move on to the East. Uh, so, Freddie, we have Woo. not talked Eastern Conference uh, play in yet. We've got the Cavs and the Hawks coming up later tonight. Um, I'm personally, I'm picking the Hawks. I really want oh. the Hawks to win this. I think mm-hmm. they're just they're going to destroy them. Yeah, I, I just, <laughs> they be- don't have they don't have Jason Collins right now. Well, they didn't the other game. I haven't checked to see if he's back for this one. I don't think he is. But uh, and I don't know if Jared Allen's coming back for the Cavs. I'm unprofessional. I really nope. should <laughs> this. Um, he's fifty fifty. I heard he's fifty fifty. But again, they oh, like are they going to rush him back for this? Oh, it makes me. So I, he's just a finger. Though. He's just a finger. Oh yeah, that's right. It's just fractured finger for you. Yeah. He's more than just a finger, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, your starting center, the big finger. (laughs) You guys, you guys really saved me out of that one right now. Um, Okay, I feel bad for the the Cavs. It's it's sad. I fucking love Garland. Oh my god, Garland's amazing. Garland rocks. He's also like shout out JB Bickerstaff. He's like the forever interim coach, and he was like he was awesome this year. I know they finished in eighth. I don't care. He did a great. I agree. He was awesome this year. I uh, I think like. He was always the guy they hired when they fired their guy. Yeah, and then they're like, but "Don't worry, we'll we'll fire you soon enough, sir. We're just <laughs> yeah. finding anybody else." <laughs> yeah, like the Cavs being an eighth isn't their fault at all. It's just no. It's just uh, Jarrett broke his finger on Precious and Sexton, right? Like year long injury, out. like yeah. But remember that game? It was like it was like Cavs, yeah. Raptors. I know the Raptors were real bad on the All Star break. And then they were playing, and it was a brutal game. But the seeds of us getting into the playoffs were sown. <laughs> that makes yeah. us the real villains of the playoffs, yeah. honestly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, 
Yeah, I, I, I think I'm just rooting for the Hawks because I just think they're going to be more entertaining in the. Oh yeah, they're good. They should be in ninth or whatever. They're, they're like pretty good now. They're pretty. They figured. It out. Yeah, they figured things. <laughs> we were saying the same thing about them a year ago. It's like, oh yeah, they figured things out now. I think they, I think they smoke the Cavs and then they scare the Heat pretty bad. I think there's. I think it's like. Mm-hmm. I think it's like. Me too. I think it's going to be tough first round, Hawks, and I think it like looks like. It looks like, oh, this is like more like four or five battle. This is gonna be like I think it's like heat and seven. I heat totally seven. agree. Yeah. yeah, I think it's gonna be I think the heat are very scarable. I don't know how beatable they are, yes. but I feel like they don't yes. have a lot of top tier talent. Yeah. And I mean obviously Bam and and uh Butler are fantastic players, but I don't really think that they like put the fear of God in anybody. Um, and I think Lowry obviously is like the, just an incredible game manager. And that to me is probably the difference in that series, but yeah. sorry, I know we're jumping. Well, ahead. certainly not putting the fear in God in, in Trey young. You know what I mean? Like, I think he's no. proven that it takes a lot for I him mean, to, to not show up for a big moment. Best player yeah. series, like Trey best player in the series, probably. Maybe his defense it's is so pretty bad. tight. I, I like Bam's got to be there. You know, I, like Butler's got to be there too. Yeah, yeah um, but I think if I was drafting, hmm. I would pick Trey over Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Now, I mean, yeah, like right today, now. Today, today. Yeah. yeah. But we'll see. Also, playoff Butler's. Playoff playoff Butler also, is, the Cavs could pull yeah. off a hell of a surprise, but I think Darius Jared, Garland could go. But crazy if Jared Allen that. isn't back, I mean, maybe he is back. If Jared Allen is back. A uh, Miami Cavs series could be a real surprise. It could be fun. That could be really fun too. Yeah. Um, but I agree. I think it's going to go seven games. It might go seven games with a healthy Cavs. Mm-hmm. Honestly, sure. it can go sure. seven games either way. That yeah. one at this current moment is too hard to predict, but I'll go. I'm going to say seven. I'm going to say, I'm going to go on a limb and say seven games for both fucking teams. Wow. If the Cavs wow. are healthy. That's the most, that's the most like, like declarative, like, fucking, I'm just going to say this. I think both Mm -hmm. teams are going to (laughs) win. Oh, you know what I mean? I think whoever wins tonight is going to push the the heat. Let me just say, I think both teams are going to win and the actual winner is going to win in a lawsuit or a settlement. Oh my God! Take the wind out of my sails. Sorry, Catherine. No, I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, Freddie, have you made? Or sorry, Jordan, have you made a, a pick yet? Yeah, I or, think it's gonna be the Hawks, and then the Hawks will scare the Heat. So you're picking Heat in, in seven in the first yeah. round too. All right, all right, I, that's cool. I think I'm the exact same. And if the Cleveland does make it, I think Heat in six for that one. Right um okay cool um let's move on to what is going to be a bit of a blockbuster series i think the celtics and the nets this i actually am personally finding this difficult to predict honestly i'm finding it hard to predict i don't know if that's controversial or not but i think this is going to be like musty tv for sure um for me, as a Raptors fans, both these teams are villains. <laughs> so I'm not like, I don't feel an emotional pull one way or the other. Uh, I could easily see this going seven games. And I'm tempted to pick an ups. I'm tempted to pick Nets in seven. Because I just think, if I think the series is going to go long, 
And I've got Kevin Durant in a game seven, even though, you know, he lost that one against the Bucks with the toe on the line. But I feel like it's hard for me to bet against that guy in a game seven. And frankly, even Kyrie. I mean, he's obviously shown up in a game seven pretty mm-hmm. iconically himself. So um, I, I don't know. I'm a bit torn on this because I feel like the, the Celtics really found themselves in the second half of the season and uh, really went for it here obviously Tatum's great he's had 50 point performances in the playoffs himself so I'm not afraid of this team not showing up or anything this one's really tough to call but I'm at this moment I'm tempted to say Nets in seven but I think it's in a weird way it feels like an upset no matter which way you go because even if you say Celtics in seven the Nets to be out in the first round still feels like an upset to me yeah I uh I think the one thing about this Nets team compared to last year is that they just had more big bodies. You know what I mean? Like they had Jeff Green, they had Blake Griffin, and that and they and Griffin could play. And so the thing about this Nets team right now, it's like they're just really small. And so it's like it's gonna be so much harder for KD. Like KD's gonna have to like play defense against like like I know they have Kyrie the whole time. I suppose they didn't last year, but I don't know. They're they can't play defense, and they're like so mm-hmm. small. And like, like either Jalen or Tatum is, is going to have like a littler guy on them, like the whole fucking series. So this is my this is my. Is concern. this the series where for the second time Daniel Tice also looks like an all star? Yes, <laughs> maybe. Yes. Tice is going to be huge. I think that was also with the both of you where I was talking about how Nick Nurse made Daniel Tice look like an all-star. Uh, he really did. Yeah, I think he, I think, you know, I think Tice will be good. I don't, I don't, I think the loss of Robert Williams is not, it's tough, but I don't think it's as big as everyone thought it was. This is my hot take about Boston. Mm. So you think Boston's going to win? I think Boston's going to win, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, I think there's an argument to be made that maybe they deserve to win because yeah. they've shown when, up all year. And when they do win, they have karma. On you're going to look, you're going to look at center court and Kyrie will have become the leprechaun logo. Oh God. Like he'll be trapped, oh, in, the, he'll be trapped in the court forever. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Honestly, you're swaying me a bit. You're swaying me a bit, honestly. It's like, what what just happened? There's a there's a ball of sage and no one can <laughs> yeah. see through it. And no one oh can remember goodness. Kyrie. He's just trapped in the thing. <laughs> um I'm gonna go Boston in six. Uh and it's not to disparage Katie or Kyrie because I think they're gonna be brilliant. I just think that um I mean I'm, this is anecdotal, but I went to the uh the Raptors game, the Raptors Celtics game with no Brown and no Tatum. Yeah. And I was just kind of like, they were incredible. Damn. This whole team's good. Like the, I was team. like, the Raptors fans are way too excited about that win. Like the oh. fact that that went to overtime without their top they, four players. They did it to the Bucks a couple games later. Mm-hmm. Like, like they played similar, like no stars and it was the same bench. And I think they barely, it was the same thing. The Bucks like barely beat third. Like, the Celtics are so well coached. Like yeah, they're like, and- I also, I'm starting to sway here. Everyone's so well rounded on the Celtics. I mean, like, I think the Nets, you just like, you can't discount players that good, plus Seth Curry. But 
I also feel like a guy like Drummond is going to get played off the court real quick. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, he'll be a problem. Then they'll be, like, bringing in Claxton. And then it's like, oh, he can't do anything either. Oh, I'm going to call that Claxton plays more minutes than Drummond. Right? Like, and I think that, I mean, I think the book's still out on Nash as a, uh, like, what he can do as a head coach. Like, can he coach up the guys around them? Like, will Bruce Brown be good? Um, I think he'll be good, but it'll be, we're going to see a lot of heroic Bruce Brown offensive possessions. And that's not what yeah. you want to see. You know what I mean? Like it's gonna, like it's gonna be like, oh, like last second heave. Not last second, but it'll be like Bruce Brown's gonna have the ball with like a minute to go, and he's gonna try to, he's gonna try to have to do something with it. And I don't think it's gonna go as well. As I yeah. I mean, times. my hot take on Steve Nash as a as a coach is that his primary uh, strength is managing ego. <laughs> right, like, and, and, yeah. and he he was hired on the team because he was Kevin Durant's guy to do in it. Golden State. <laughs> no, but I would argue that maybe he has. I don't know if another coach does a better job with those personalities. Honestly, I mean it's it sucks because it's like it. The Nets are truly a bummer because it's just like, what even is this? It's like the best player in the game is trapped in this like, and kind of yeah. his own creation. But it was like in this yeah. like, yeah this fucking like weird chaotic like tabloid story more than they're not not even a team they're just like they're just kd it's like a it's like a fucking cable drama show about it's like better call kd like it's just like there's this lead character and just all this chaos is around him like i i am like i am player empowerment forever i think it's amazing but like my caveat is sort of that like unless you're lebron you you can't actually successfully assemble a whole team like the moment they pay that's up in the air now. yeah that's up right in the air too. Well, he, exactly like but he's at least got a ring at every stop sort of thing and like right whereas whereas kd i think like one of the first things where i was like oh was they're like okay we're uh kicking lavert out and also um we're gonna pay deandre jordan instead of jared allen I was like yeah. whoa, whoa 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 that was insane this whole team like everything you've built up all the assets are just being discarded for not much. Well, DeAndre Jordan has had an NBA career the last four or five seasons because he's just like really good friends with people. Yeah, yeah seriously. Like honestly, like, like, trade, people just like him. If they don't trade, if they don't trade Jared Allen, they definitely win last year. I mean, I de- and I also like the one the, the 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 thing I've been waiting to say on a pod for such a long time is I totally get the KD toe on the line, but people got to give some respect to PJ Tucker for being in his grill to the point yes. where he couldn't look down at his feet. Freddie, you're true. always for the people. You're always That's a man a for the people. Point. Shout out PJ Tucker for being yeah. there in the trenches and being like, KD, I'm annoying you yeah. to the point where you're not going to look down and see where you are. That's and, a great um, point. It's like, it's like a millimeter type scenario, but it's like, if I'm PJ Tucker, I'm like, I'll take some credit for that. Yeah, it's you know? true. Like um, he threw him off enough. Like it's not like, it's not like that KD usually does that. You know what I mean? Like everyone's yeah. like, oh, KD's got these big feet. It's like, well, he hits threes all the time. It's and if been- that's why you didn't beat the Bucks, you you sure you lost by a hair, but you would have won by a hair. I'm pretty sure so, like like yeah, later that yeah. night, if I'm recalling this correctly, like Kevin Durant had, had a tweet or, or a statement or something along the lines of just like it wasn't in God's plan. Like that was his response. Cheers. 
Imagine Drake, replying like, to that P- and being like, actually, PJ Tucker had it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wasn't it wasn't PJ Tucker's plan. <laughs> yeah, PJ Tucker's like, well, I'm the devil. <laughs> yeah, uh, PJ oh Tucker is now just the leprechaun. Um, <laughs> yeah. But like, no, from yeah, the th- horror movies? Like, yeah, the, yeah, exactly. Jennifer Aniston? And he probably Ooh. has the outfit, so that really helps. Yeah. He probably has the shoes. outfit. This um, series is okay. going to be great, though. Also, I should just say, first series for uh, uh, M.A. Udoka. Yes, oh, yeah. it is. Um, so really, yeah, he fucking... That's so, what a crazy re- uh, reputation reversal. Yeah. yeah. So, Foise's got Celtics in six. You've got Celtics in... No, six. sorry, seven. Foise's got Celtics in seven. Freddie, you've got Celtics in six. I said Nets in seven. I don't feel good about it. But I feel like just to in 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 the nature of being a Nets person, I'm just gonna be an antagonist. Yeah, <laughs> and keep that pick for now. Uh, I'm not actually a Nets person. Okay, let's move on. I mean, um, you can't get to Celtics and Six as well. <laughs> yeah, I could. I mean, I'm not confident, but I'm gonna stick with it. Okay, uh, Bucks Bulls. Boring, I have something, let's go. I, I have something controversial to say. This is gonna be <laughs> I, I I think I might call a sweep here. Oh yeah. This I'm calling be, a sweep. Bucks and four. Awful. Yeah, this is the battle of like uh like people driving through cornfields to <laughs> yeah. uh to see Yeah, is it like a three hour drive, maybe? But people are gonna get lost because too many cornfields around here. Which way to the stadium? Dairy yeah. farms. This one's gonna be a farms. bummer. This one's gonna be a bummer. Yeah, I'm uh I mean I think yeah, the, the bulls are a bit weird to me because I feel like as the, the you know the season is it's sort of like the bulls were like people were like, Are they pretenders? Are they pretenders? And they stayed atop of the east for such a long time, then they got a bunch of injuries then they kind of fell apart and didn't fully recover uh i i am i'm such a like bucks are like could win the championship person so i'm leaning towards a Bucks sweep but i think that chicago does have some talent uh and i'm gonna go i'm gonna go bucks in six but it's because of like some some wild Chicago heroics. Like it will be one of those series where you're like, huh? Like you like uh, what was that series where the Cavs outscored the Raptors by a hundred? But uh, it was a conference finals where they outscored us by a hundred, but it was still a six game series. Oh, like when the Cavs won, it was like forty point blowouts. But when the Raptors won, it was like like these, a, oh, I remember these amazing close uh, games. Oh, yeah, yeah. Freddie, That's I good... blocked that out of my mind. I, I remember the I was game there game we, six. We were all chanting, there. let's go Raptors. And LeBron was like, these fans. <laughs> I killed them. Well, that I'll never forget. That <laughs> was my special. city now. But were you at the game? Wait, the game where we lost by where that it was a complete blowout. Were you at that game? I actually it wasn't that bad of a blowout for that series. The game six was like they were just like up nine the whole time. Yeah, yeah, but, it, but it, that blowout yeah. game I blocked out of my brain. It oh, was, yeah. and we hard. felt so good after tying it up after game four. It felt like we had done it. We had, yeah, done yeah, yeah. We yeah. we had arrived, and then and LeBron's then, like, and "That's the- weird. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never beat me again." <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Cavs are okay. Let me. This is or the Bulls. Let's, I can do this real quick. Um, 
is Lonzo the most injured player? Lonzo, Lonzo get Lonzo doesn't seem to get this yeah, rap that Lonzo doesn't seem to get the rap that other people who can't you don't stay on the that's court. That's a good does. off-season countdown. Who's the but, most injured player? But you it's got, like Lonzo's you got Kawhi. Like always you've got uh, Michael Porter Jr. You got. That's yeah. what I mean. Anthony Davis has that reputation. Lonzo Anthony doesn't, Davis, but I'm like, yeah. Lonzo's fucking out all the time. Yeah. I feel like. Anyways, if they had Lonzo, may, I don't know. They just don't have anyone that can guard Giannis. Giannis oh, yeah. Ma- Matt Thomas is out, so they lost. <laughs> <laughs> but Matt yeah. Thomas is out with feelings of uh, feeling maudlin. I mean, I think like a really underrated thing that people don't talk about is just what like the Orlando Magic winning the Vucevic trade. You know what I mean? Like that is something I mean, because we're not talking yeah. about the Magic, but really like yeah, they, Clark Jr. Is pretty they won that trade. Yeah. They, yeah. you know, they they cashed that. in high. He was somehow an all star, you know, and and That's they're true. now they're rebuilding and, you know the future is probably going to look bright for them at some point. Um, yeah. Like I, there's no confidence in a, in a series with him against Giannis. No. Just none at all. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's tough. You know, I feel bad for, for DeRozan cause I feel like he and his career really needs a, a playoff moment where he can really yeah. show that he can be clutch in the playoffs. Like I know Freddie, that's a, a narrative that you really hate because you're you know people are probably too hard on DeRozan at this point in his career but I feel like for him like he really needs that moment and I just don't know if this is the series he's gonna get it no he might get like one game yeah I I actually agree I think like it's like a two both things are true scenario where I Mm -hmm. think people are too hard on DeRozan but I also don't think he's had like any major you know signature playoff moments but I also feel like with him playing like with Levine and Vucevic, it's like he's never had that before. Yeah. With the Raptors, he was one A. Yeah. And in this scenario, he's like, it's like there's like a triple one or something. It's like Levine, DeRozan. It's like Levine and DeRozan are like tied kind of, and then Vucevic yeah. is right behind them. I think the Bulls just have like a pretty good team overall. It's sort of my Billy Donovan's been good this year. If Patrick Williams is good next season and healthy, and then Lonzo he came back. back. Yeah, he's back, but I don't know how like um, yeah how how good he is. But a full season of Williams. And then if they get Lonzo, and then it's like, oh yeah, this team is pretty good. Like, yeah, it's yeah. similar to the Cavs scenario. Like if mm-hmm. they're if they're healthy going into the playoffs, it's a completely different conversation. Yeah. But Jose draws in signature playoff moment, the dunk on the Bucks to win that game. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that was, that was nice. Was, was the I got us dunk. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was pretty. I think it was on Antetokounmpo and Middleton, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was nasty. Yeah, it was really good. That pre like second weight gain Giannis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. totally. Giannis was like, "Let me just inhale another Giannis," and <laughs> that's why they have to me again. That's why they have to keep years. one of the brothers around. That's why you always keep an emergency <laughs> brother around, so you can just go. I need you now. Yeah, mother he's would like, understand. <laughs> he's like, he's like that brother that's in the Raptors G League. No, he's not. He's not there anymore. <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? Uh, sorry, the 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 place for the nine oh five, Alex. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. Uh, shout out to the nine oh five. Um. Anyway, let wait. Have we made all our picks? I pick sweep. We're there. 
I said uh, Bucks and six, but it feels like a sweep. Okay. All right. That's a great call. That's that's, that's nice fun. Call. That's fun. Okay. Well, it's time to move on finally to our Raptors Homer moment. Let's do it. Woo. We've got Raptors. We've got Sixers. This is the series we wanted, oh, right? Yeah. When we looked at the top four in the East, we were like, give us the Sixers and we got it. And now we really got to show up. So as a lifelong Raptors fan, I will admit that I have some anxiety over suddenly not being an underdog. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like we're, oh, really? su- we're, we're not underdogs in this series. Like we're everyone sure. is predicting. Sure no, everyone is predicting the Raptors are going to win this. Everyone is waiting for the 76ers to implode. Everyone, literally everyone except Shaq, but he only says that for attention. Okay, everybody needs to know that Shaq just says things for attention. I I know everyone's picking it, but I also still think we're the underdog. Like, if we we lose anything to help my anxiety, I'll take it. Because here's the thing if we lose, there's not going to be any questions. There's not going to be any, like, oh, do the Raptors have to do something differently? Well, I mean, we're. It's just going to be like, yeah, we lost to Joel Embiid and James Harden. But to me, that falls under expectations versus, like, well, okay, I'm, I'm messing what up what I'm trying to say. Here. I, I think Raptors fans did this thing where there's just like I don't know what a good analogy for this is, but it's sort of like people doubted the team way more than they should have, and they doubted the process of this franchise more than they should have, and also <laughs> we've arrived in such a like speedy. Okay, but I think this is a this is a a two truths scenario. Yeah, it, I'm going. Yeah. I'm going to defend the Raptors fans for a second here, who didn't think we would be this good. And I will defend this by saying this: in the very first game of the season, Masai oh, Ujiri God. went on the broadcast and referred to this year as a rebuild. So Masai himself was actively trying to manage our expectations. Yep. Yeah. Right, and, and you know. We really didn't get it going until I want to say like late December, January, and then post All Star mm-hmm. break, we hit another gear, especially with Precious Achua. So, yeah. I mean, I can't hate on Raptors fans for not picking that we would be like fifth in the East at the beginning of the season. I thought we were maybe a play in team, and we weren't far away from that being a mm-hmm. reality. So, you know, I'm totally. not gonna, I'm not gonna hate on some doubters but i'm happy that people like yourself and people like our friend uh matthew brown shout out uh we're calling this from the very beginning i very much appreciate that uh, i'll say i'll say this though i feel like part of me like i said the raptors were going to finish six in the east but a big part of that was i thought the east would be you know classically horrible I, I I didn't I didn't think that Chicago was going to be good and Cleveland was going to be good and yeah. Boston was going to have this like more miraculous turnaround than the Raptors like so much happened but like yeah what I was sort of saying is I feel like the Raptors fans have like it's like we we all sped up and now we're in this like jacked up pace where we're like Harden sucks he was never good and it's like <laughs> no man Harden's about to like I don't want to say Harden's going to go off on us. But I think that people have gotten to a point where they're not seeing how good Harden still is. 
Well, this or is what, what he's I, capable of. And this I think is what we're, I'm we're referring to, to. Sorry, Fred, I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, I, I, I mean, like, I'll, I'll spoil my thing. I think Raptors in six, but I don't, I don't think, yeah, I feel like people are a little bit too low on the Sixers right now. Yeah. This is what I mean when I refer to my old timey anxiety with the Raptors, because I feel like a player like James Harden is hearing all this talk and he's just sitting in it for a whole week. Mm-hmm. And Healing. that could be enough to, as the cliche goes, poke the bear. It could yeah. be enough. And that's why I prefer us when we're an underdog. So us but Raptor I, people are like, Ooh, but I have like the Sixers. But then once the American media catches on, then I'm like, Oh damn. Well, I'm, that not, is true. I'm not right for it. I'm that not, is true. I'm every not, every I'm time the American media likes our team, they fucking suck the next game. That is <laughs> a guaranteed, like yeah. anytime you, there's a week where they jump, the Raptors jump up in the, like the power rankings and shit like that. They get smoked. Um, but see, so I've had the most, this has been the most beautiful Raptors season. It's been so good. Been One, because so I started from the prime depths of hater hell. I was being a real bastard. I was like, <laughs> I fucking, I hopped on Confederacy and fucking said fire Nick Nurse immediately. I was like, I didn't even, I was, I would, I was one of those people who was like, I that's it. You were down on Nick Nurse. Oh, I was down on everyone. I was and like, that's I why we I started talking about Wiseman Daniel and Wiggins. Tice. I literally said that. I was like, I take a look at Wiseman and Wiggins. <laughs> I was wrong about everything. And so now it's like, oh, I was so wrong. This team is fucking really good. And on top of that, we've already won fifth place. Like if we lose to the Sixers in the first round, I don't even care. I've never felt like this before. There's no. Yeah, it, it's pretty wild. It's it, this is all gravy. This yes. is great. Like, it's it's a perfect matchup because it's like we we can definitely beat them. But then if we lose, it's like, well, the Sixers were supposed to win the fucking championship. Like, whatever. Oh yeah, if we lose, it's like, oh no, Fred and Pascal are twenty nine in the prime of their career. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, and okay. Scotty is going only going to get better. Presh is only going to get better. Yeah, and it's like, oh, everyone's under an extremely reasonable contract. <laughs> yeah, it's damn sick. it. Um, you know, yeah I, yeah, I think this is like there's like gravy, and then there's whatever this season is for the Raptors. It's true, it's true. This is yeah, this is nuts. gravy with heroin in it. Like this is like hundred yeah, percent good shit. It's so it's so unlike every other Raptors season where there's these like you know there there's a certain there's so much tension and like oh god, but this is always like it's been it's been so enjoyable and especially like man pascal is fucking awesome he's so good he's so much better than he was like every other season it's oh yeah crazy. he found it man this he's is the so... best pascal it's like he's playing with a bunch of versions of himself on the court yeah. but he's the best version of that yeah like it's <laughs> insane he's like right. he's like he's like such meet a good my, way to say that meet my friends they're all 69 I dare you to fight all of us. I'm yeah. actually the best. And it's like, yeah. what is going on? This team's psycho. Like, I don't understand. And, and he's so tough now. Like it, when he goes and he bangs in the paint, it's like, he's not afraid anymore. He like gets the contact. It's like he fights through. Cause I was watching when I was watching that cat game and it was like how fucking rattled he got by the physicality. Mm-hmm. And then like, that doesn't rattle Pascal at all anymore. He like relishes it. He's like, let's go. Like, this is like awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's great. But- He's so patient with the ball. It's like I fully trust him. It's yeah, he's really like- um, better for the adversity he's been through, isn't he? Yeah, at for this sure. Point, and that's it's so great to see. Um, sorry, Freddie, you were saying. I mean, yeah, no, I'm just like basically like a, a, a agreeing that like this team is so tough. But yeah. my only fear is that I think there's some opportunity here for I don't want to say like fans, but like sort of like the the Raptors collective to have like the wrong persecution complex when the fouls don't go our way and they won't. I think like, I really hope that like everyone's putting their energy into being like Scotty, you're going to like, there's going to be two or three games. You're going to get two fouls in five seconds (laughs) that can't ruin the game for you. Yeah. You have to contribute still. And Siakam, Siakam, you're you're going to foul out four games of the six game series. That's okay play hard, whatever. Like I think if, and and from a rhythm perspective, if they're living at the line, that also means no fast breaks for us. I, I just see there's an opportunity for Raptors, the, like the, the team to, to get totally just furious at, at, at foul calls. And I think that could be our potential undoing. That's an interesting, uh, yeah, that's a good call. We're, we're really young, you know, all I know. Like, there's like, some games where I'm like, can you just start Pascal with five fouls? Because it's like yeah. the way he plays defense when he has five fouls, it's like impeccable. It's like oh, he's like so good. Like give, give Pascal four yeah, fouls know. at the start of the game. <laughs> he's like, I like it. He's so good when he has like four fouls. Like he's full. He just chests that. Like it's like it's pretty nuts. But it's That's like so and then funny. sometimes he takes like. He'll, he's like always good for like one or two. Like you're like, ah, damn it, man, we should have that one's a bad one. I'm I'm Jack for Fred too, because like the last time Fred played Philly, he got played off the court. Oh, Basically, yeah. it was like you're too small to play against these guys. Yes, and yeah. he's come so far, and I feel like he's so competitive that he's like that will never happen again. Yeah, so, that's true. We could I'm curious some, to see what that looks like. We could see some really nice Freddie games. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really excited. Um, I'm gonna say this is really tough. I'm gonna say Raptors in six, but it's like I just because I'm a part of me wants to be like Raps in seven, but it that's a game seven on the road, mm-hmm. and I'm like, not that they can't win a game seven on the road, but it's just a lot harder to do. I mean, although way to be in the Philadelphia 76ers heads forever to win a game seven yeah, <laughs> on the road true. we true. would just own them for life yeah. um okay gonna... go Sorry. ahead can i just say if we make it to game seven someone just for theatric sakes uh, theatric sake needs to bring vince carter to the game and Kawhi <laughs> to the game sit them half court and have an empty seat in the middle and be like mvp of this game you sit in the middle of those <laughs> Oh, wait, I guess it would be, uh, sorry, Iverson. And uh, sorry, Vince. Um, no, it's Iverson for sure. It's, it's Iverson and Kawhi. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I, I, I never thought of that. I guess they are, they are almost our rivals now. This is, yeah, like only two series against them. Both went to seven. Both went yeah. to a potential like, game winner. And both like pretty historic game, like series, yeah. Well what, well, what do we think? Do we think it's Raps and six, Raps and seven? Do we think the Sixers are going to win it? 
I mean, I th- I'm going to say Raptors in seven. I'm going Raptors of- in six. Raptors in six. Raptors in seven. Part of that is fandom speaking, though. Because you just want to see the game seven on the road. No, I just want the Raptors to win. I mean, I, I do think people are grossly underestimating the Sixers. I think it's going to be like, yeah. Yeah, it's going to. I don't I think mean, picking gonna... the Raptors is also in part picking that this team will fall apart. The 76 six, exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly, right? Like, yeah. that's part of the pick is that yeah. you do not like, like, I'm not, it's not a judgment on their talent, it's a judgment <laughs> on their chemistry. My laundry, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't times up on the pod. Um, oh my god, you're so funny. It's, it's a judgment on their chemistry exactly. and a judgment uh, on. And frankly, on on Harden, it's a it's a guess that Harden isn't going to show up the way he once did. Um, that's really what what you're picking when you pick the Raptors. It's hard for me to pick against this team, so I'm just not going to do it. But I mean, if Harden is suddenly, you know, Houston Rockets Harden, oh, it's we're not going to win. Yeah. But I don't think he's given us enough reason to believe that that's who is going to show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would agree with that. I, I think so too. And also just like the 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 makeup of this Raptors team, it's like he's such like a mismatch hunter. And I mean, you, you just just you can't do that against this team. We're we're, we're mismatch proof, basically. That's true. Um, all right, guys. Uh we've gone a bit long here, but this has been so much fun. Uh let's move on to our Nick Nurse hottie highlight of the week and uh suddenly out of the blue nick nurse was trending this week as the los angeles lakers decided to say that he was their first pick to replace uh frank vogel as head coach despite the fact that nick nurse uh is on contract and uh this had twitter in a bit of a frenzy uh i enjoyed this thoroughly um, I, I, I have, I'm going to make the argument for why Nick nurse would want to go to LA. And then Please. I'm going to make the argument for why I think Nick nurse will stay. If you'll indulge me. Please indulge. So, uh, Nick nurse, uh, clutch sports client. Right. So that's the sway. Also loves being a celebrity. Yeah, he, he does loves being a celebrity. My God, does he? Yeah. And I think an opportunity for him to be in LA, it, I think he would want that opportunity. Not that he wouldn't necessarily want to coach that team as it stands, but I think the idea of him be like for him to be in LA is very intriguing. I think he would enjoy the spotlight. That's yeah. my argument for why he would want to go. Yeah, why I, mean, I think he would want to stay is I think he's very invested in this Raptors team. You know, he's coached Freddie and, and and Siakam from the very beginning. I know him and Siakam had their troubles last season in Tampa, but I think they, they've obviously made up at this point. And I think there's a part of him that really wants to see this through. Uh, he has roots in Canada now. Um, he coaches Team Canada. He's very ingrained in this whole system. So I don't see, and also, I mean, I don't see the Raptors letting him out of his contract first and foremost, but yeah, I, I just it's I think he stays. I don't think he tries to weasel out or wiggle out of being here by any means. But I think the idea of Nick Nurse being in L.A. in the future is not as far fetched 
uh, as Raptors fans may think it is, despite how poorly they treated Frank Vogel. Catherine, I love that take. You're very right. Nurse is probably dreaming about all the bands he could play with down in LA. <laughs> He's like, oh my God, I might be able to join Fleetwood Mac straight up. He might, just... he might join the Chili Peppers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I, can I add one thing to this rumor? Yeah. Fucking this Lakers team is one of the worst things that have ever happened to the NBA. It's fucking garbage. It's like, it's like, well, you got, it's like a, a super drunk person who is already ruining your party and they still won't leave. It's like, will you oh, go the yeah. fuck home? Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out of here. It's like everybody was just talking about this Lakers team and they sucked all year. They were never good. Meanwhile, the league is filled with all these amazing players, amazing teams. And every night you put on TV and it was a fucking Lakers. Like anytime I'm like, oh, sick, there's always good games tonight. And you turn on, it's fucking Lakers. And I'm like, God damn it. And then, like, it's all like, oh, what are the Lakers going to do this offseason? It's like, and I get why. Obviously, they're like the most famous team, but it's just like so annoying to me where I'm like, it's like, get the fuck out of here. Just like, <laughs> it's like, seriously, go home. <laughs> like, you know, when someone like a drunk person is wrecking your night, but like, you I do. Off. Were you like fuck yeah, off? I was at I was at a totally. house party and this guy spilled like white or sorry red wine and he was just he he it was his time he had to leave he was yeah. already making a bit of a scene he spilled this red wine and then he felt so bad he was trying to clean it up but he physically could not like yeah, he could not he like, clean the, the red wine like he couldn't do it yeah yeah one time when I when I was going to Humber College I threw a giant house party it's the only like big party i've ever thrown in my life a halloween party and i was like let me just say i was an impeccable looking prince and i was like (laughs) in full heels and shit and this guy was being like absolutely reckless and he was like one of the uh from kill bill like one of like the the many guys that uh uma thurman has to kill like like the the kill crew or whatever yeah like yeah yeah, he's one of those guys and he had a real sword and was like starting to get weird (laughs) People were freaked out. So I literally, and I'm not strong at all. I literally just picked him up and put him on my shoulder and walked him out and like placed him outside of like my, my place and then closed the door and locked it. And he pulled out the sword and started like swinging it around. Um, And everyone like cheered, but I remember being like, I'm scared. You know what I mean? Like when people are like, Oh yeah, that was a cool thing you did. And I'm like, I need some time because I'm, I'm rattled. Um, (laughs) That's the Lakers, too. That's the Lakers. The guy with wow. the katana sword. I, I do think that the Lakers like should win some kind of award, like most garbage team that's occupied the like the, the greatest <laughs> like, like a Razzie yes. podcast analyst zone. Yes. Like they've been on so many podcasts for how yeah how kind of nothing they are and yeah the amount so of content strange. about an 11th place team it's crazy i mean they were colossally disappointing mm-hmm. but I also mean, and that's really what it is and, really could, disappointing and it's everyone, lebron james and it's yeah. you know but everyone knew they were gonna suck can i say about nick nurse so i'm i'm in the like i'm in the zone of like just feeling like a like a, a Raptors fan that's that's complimented. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, we had our Tampa year, but we're back to being such a good organization oh, yes. that people just yeah. are, are shouting us out for clout. Like they're yeah. they're just yes. saying like, oh, what if um like even earlier in the season when uh, Siakam when Raptors fans were lower on him, people were like, what about Wiggins for Siakam? 
And it was just like, oh god, it was those, insane. oh my god, yeah. It, it, but that's just Golden State being like, how about you give us Siakam? People um, were talking about trading yeah. uh, James Wiseman for Siakam, oh and god. I was yeah. like, that it's doesn't even match up financially, let alone any other way. And can I say, I do think that Nurse would have like the that soul crushing. Like he's been in Canada too long. He's gonna go to LA and be like, so I did this thing with Jason Priestley, and people are gonna be like, yeah. you know what happened to Serge when he came here? He didn't get a show. Okay. Ooh. You know what I mean? No, that's exactly <laughs> it. That's what's gonna nurse, happen. Nurse will be like one of our comedy friends who's yeah. blowing up here. They're in oh. every show, and then they're like, I'm gonna go make it work in LA. And it's yeah. like sometimes LA doesn't want you. Yeah, man. I don't know. Big... I I I appreciate this take, but I think I think I think he would do well. Nurse, I, I, I do think nurse is so good. I think good. he'd do well. Yeah, he would be. He would but be. he would have that thing where he's like, okay. Adam so McHale this... cast him in something. Yeah. <laughs> nurse would be like, the first thing I need is complete control. And then the whole Lakers brass would be like, oh, dear. Oh, dear. You get no say around here, sir. Yes. Yeah. Like, you get you don't get to determine. No, and, and, and LeBron James is like a notorious coach killer. I think, like, post this LeBron era what whenever that is i'm not mm-hmm. claiming i know when that is but post lebron era nick nurse's contract ending could be aligned and they could want him to rebuild that team and yeah. i think that and then that for him would be an intriguing offer not i'm not claiming he takes it but i'm just saying there's an appeal there and it's perfectly timed for our new head coach kyle lowry <laughs> ah, that would be good. <laughs> wow. Talk about heroin <laughs> Oh my God. All right. Well, we were trying to predict the next uh two weeks, but we predicted the next five years. And yeah, that's it. how it rolls on this on this podcast. Uh guys, I'm gonna wrap it up here. Uh this has been absolutely incredible. Uh, first round playoff preview. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, for those of us listening and not watching on YouTube, uh, let's start off with Jordan. Uh, let us know what you're up to and where people can find you on the internets. Uh, just follow me at Jordan Foise. Uh Yeah. <laughs> I don't have anything going on, really. Love it. <laughs> They're so cool. Come on. He does yeah. all sorts of I got some shows and stuff coming up. You can find, find them on there. Right, yeah, Instagram. Jordan's legitimately cool. Everyone follow him. Uh, Freddie, uh, your podcast, Confederacy of Dunks, is now officially a part of the Raptors Republic family. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Thank you. It's been very, so fun. Very happy to have you here. Uh, for those listening, uh, let us know where people can find you on the internets. Um, yeah, follow me on Twitter, uh, F-R-E-D-D-I-E-R-I-V-A-S. On Instagram, same name, but Noel is in the middle of the two. And um, yeah, check out my podcast on Raptors Republic. Check out me and Catherine's podcast, uh, the WNBA Pickup on the Sonar Network. Mm-hmm. And um, listen, if you want to come see Family Feud Season 4, it's coming up. Ah! And we, we need a live audience. And uh, it's hilarious. And I go nuts. And I'll, let's just say this. When is, when is the film? I'll be giving start? away socks. Okay. When does the filming start? Um, August, early August. Uh, so for those who don't know, Freddie is the audience warm-up person for Family Feud Canada. So if you're in the audience for Family Feud Canada, uh, they tape episodes uh, here in Toronto. Uh, you'll see Freddie and you'll mm-hmm. see him uh, making audiences laugh for uh, hours on end. It's it's not an easy job, but you're, you're killing it. I'm, I'm oh, killing it. Koozies. I'll be giving those away, okay? <laughs> 
Um, they're, they're they're awesome. I swear, people go crazy for the socks. Um, I I want a pair of socks. Can you hook us up with socks? There's only two a show. You better show up. You better be loud. <laughs> <laughs> Two pair a show or two singles? You give them out one by one. <laughs> if you come, I'll hook you up with some socks. But if you're listening, you got to go crazy for those socks. Okay. All right. Okay. I love it. Uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, I've been your host, Catherine. Uh, you can follow me at it's me underscore Catherine, spelled C A T H R Y N. Uh, thanks so much, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. <laughs>